Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Spinner Rack. I'm here with my boys, PD and Kyle. Say what's up, gents. What up? Ready to rock. All right. Today's a comic book hero episode. We are talking about the state of the union of comics. Cal, can you please enlighten us? Well, every so often, I have to do this state of the union. This is not just about comic book quality. This is also about the comic book market, such as that may be in terms of, you know, where sales are at and are comic books still viable as a part of the collectibles market? There are three tiers to the collectibles market. Comics are on the lower tier of that three tier, but recently they have, you know, definitely shown some signs and have attracted some outside interest. Unfortunately, we still have a, we still have some of the, for lack of a better term, let's call it the old guard, who wants things the way that they used to be. And by that, I mean they want books to be worth seventy-five cents again. So that's where that's where we are right now. We had, I believe, between, well, around 2000, 2018, sales were good, but then we had something called COVID, okay, and that jump-started a whole bunch of prices because people had cash, they had, well, they had the cash, and that's one of the things I've learned with comics. If the guys have the money, hey, you know, they'll buy the books because this is something that they wanted for a period of time. Most of the time, you only hear the, the belly aching and sour grapes when they don't have it. But what goes up has to come back down. And this year, we would like to call it the great 2022 sell-off. Guys are selling off books like these things. They got to get rid of this stuff. They can't be the last idiot in the room with it. And so that's where we pretty much stand. Are comic books still viable? Has the bottom dropped out? Are you stuck with a whole bunch of stuff that you're never going to be able to use? Well, you're tuned into the spinner rack. The comic book hero is going to give you the book. So... Give us the give us the lowdown. That was a pause in case you guys had anything to say about what I just said before I go any further. Uh, none whatsoever. It's, no, it's called, you know, it's called being respectful. <laughs> well, I, well, stop. No, keep going. Well, you know, for me, the well, the obvious answer is no. I don't sell just comics. I also sell comic related stuff like uh, omnibuses, trade paperbacks, and the prices on those things and the, and the movement on those have slowed down. So I'm still selling, uh, I still sell certain omnibuses for up to 300 bucks, if not $700. I sell certain trades, 50 bucks, $100, you know, and mind you, I always try to hit uh, the collectors. So I'm always trying to look for the rares, hardest, hardest to find stuff. And then when I turn it over, it's not that big of a, it's not that big of a deal for me to make a profit on it. Whereas a lot of guys may chase, uh, uh, what is it? It's maybe the speculation market, which you can definitely get burned on. I've gotten burned myself on a couple of books, but it's hard not. To, but it's hard not to speculate. But overall, no. If you look at a book like uh, Vengeance Number One, CGC nine point eight, I think the high point in that book was going for maybe a thousand dollars. But it was a speculate. It was a speculative book, and it was all leading up to her appearance in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Once she makes the appearance, of course, that price is going to go down unless, you know, that character just like landed with, you know, stuck the landing in such a manner that people are like, yeah, we want more of this character. But pretty much everybody who wants the book has it and they get to sit on it. The people who, the reason why the prices go down, not because of the, not because of the buyers, the interest is still there. It's because of the sellers. They didn't get the money they were looking for. And they're like, okay, great. They slash prices. And when these guys slash prices, this is not like a, this is like a shop right hand deal. We're talking 50%, 60% just to get their money back at the end of the day because they don't want it sitting around or they have a whole bunch of volume and they're trying to move stuff. But right now, this, 
this is uh, this is like the, this will be the third time I've seen this happen. Where the guys moan about it, oh, market is down, this, that, and the other. Yeah, because you keep slashing your prices. If you guys hold firm to your prices, that's pretty much what you know. Pretty much, you will get it. But most of the time, the guys act like they need the money today, if and no later than tomorrow. So that's what you have right here. You got guys. I mean, I bought a ton of stuff at great prices this year, and I'm gonna make good money on it. The only thing is, I'll make money on it next year. A lot of guys are just trying to get out, and you also had a good amount of guys who got into this because during the whole COVID period. You're making money hand over fist, not realizing that, you know, these type of things have been flow. And now when you're on the app, they're like, yeah, I can't move this stuff. I can't sell it. Time for me to get out. You know, let me, let me, uh, slash, let me slash this price as low as I got to in order to get rid of it. And that'll be the end of it. First appearance of Kang is a keyboard. The fact that it's maybe going down a couple hundred dollars from where it was doesn't change the fact that it's a keyboard. So if you decide to sell, sell it because, you know, you didn't necessarily want it or you don't think you're going to get the money or you're following the doom and gloom of whatever YouTube show you're watching that loves to get views that way, yeah, you'll let go of it. Then you'll remember, you'll be reminded in your, your future that this is still a key book. First appearance of Kang, first 10 issues of Avengers, you know, the, the first series, those are not books to treat, those are not books to treat like. And so, that's, and, and so that lesson gets learned at the end of the day. But for anybody following, you know, especially if you're going with the whole doom and gloom as the market is down, no, it's down, especially on a lot of the speculative books. But if it's a key book, and by key book, I'm talking like something like First Appearance of Kang, or even something from Copper, even from something one of the modern issues, those things aren't going anywhere. They may go down somewhat, uh, but they always they always rebound because the people who end up buying them while they're cheaper tend to be sellers. And they don't, are not going to sell it for less than what they bought it. They're going to take it. They'll sit on it for a little bit, if then, and then they'll start putting the price back up. So, as much as as much as I would love to call it a buyer's market right now, it's really the seller's market. These guys are lowering their prices, dropping stuff, and for the most part, they'll sell the collectors here and there. But the most of the guys who are going to buy it are going to be up sellers who are going to hold on it and then just raise the price. Interesting. Interesting. So wait, well, wait a second. So people being iffy about a king first appearance when there's going to be Ant Man that's happening. That's going to be some heavy traction, and then you have the King Dynasty. I mean, I think Rob Liefeld was talking about that. It's like, why would you get rid of your Captain America's first appearance of John Walker when you see them talking about doing the cap and what's the name thing and then once it happens again you're just like oh i had that book <laughs> it's people actually iffy on these things right now on yes. books that looks like they're gonna gonna hit they're gonna hit once the movie comes out well it's it's cyclical for the comic market but the whole idea is everybody look uh do you remember that company enron yeah 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 and there were people who had like eight hundred thousand dollars worth of enron stock and you ask them, well, hey, why didn't you sell it? Why didn't you sell? Why didn't you sell the stock? And he's got because it kept going up and it kept going up and it kept going up, and then eventually went down. That's where comic book guys are. At one point, everything's going up. It's going up. It's going up. Oh, great, great, great! And then when it goes down, they think, oh no, there's an ebb and flow to the whole thing. And you you have to remember that, hey, if you got something and you're doing it by speculation, yeah, you want to get rid of that book if you're if it's. Strictly for speculation, and you know, take your money on it. 
But if you if this is if the speculation is collect, connected to a show that it's not coming out for like another two years, then you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time to move this book. And if the show's a hit, if you actually like the character, then you're going to have some more stuff. That, then it's going to actually have a lot longer legs at the end of the day. Yeah. So, right, you know, Lightfield is saying this for Why would you want to throw it under now? But a lot of these guys just looking like, oh, it's all trash. All the spec stuff isn't going to happen. Look at these TV shows that Marvel's putting out. They're terrible. I just got to get rid of it now and get what money I can. So, I mean, um, have you seen any kind of traction? Like, say, the Marvels, that movie is going to happen, roughly taking from the Captain Marvel family. Um, like, have you seen any big thing on the Ms. Marvel comic or the Monica Rambeau first appearance? Anything happening with that since those two characters are going to appear with Carol Dan? Monica, well, Monica Rambeau is a solid book, period. Okay. And that's a solid book. That's just been a solid book, period. So that's fine. Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, that's mm-hmm. different because she was having, because she got to debut in her own show and the show didn't necessarily hit. And because the show doesn't hit, you guys are like, oh, this is trash, I got to get rid of it. So, you know, because it was tied to that particular appearance, yeah, that book, was, that book definitely took a hit in terms of value. However, what a lot of people don't realize or they seem to forget is that he's going to make another appearance. And she'll probably make another appearance. And after that, she'll probably make another appearance. And that's how you develop a following, some fan base, and for people to like you. And then later on, it becomes, oh, you know, once she's appeared five or six times, or she's made it to, a, uh, she's made it from TV to the actual movie, where you're going to get an even, e- even greater viewing at the end of the day. Oh, now people have a difference. Now people will have a difference, and that book is also going to be on people's radar once more. Same thing with America Chavez. Uh, first appearance, uh, you know, again, her first, her first appearance was Vengeance Number One. She's in the film, film's done, no problem. And I think, and again, high point was like a thousand, might be going for 400 or less right now, but she's, but she, they're gonna bring her back. You're gonna see this character a few times. They're not getting rid of her. She's not canceled or anything of that nature. Why would you, you know, why would you dump it? You know, they're going, they're, they're going to put some money and some push behind these characters. Why are you gonna dump this particular book? Because the people who you were selling, because the people you were selling to it have decided they don't want it anymore, it would be great if this was the way the movies used to work when it came out it was one and done and you know you had to make your money or that was the end of it this person this character is going to see multiple shots you know you're going to have a few attempts at the brass ring there's no reason to, there's no reason to get off the ride this early. there was another thing that uh, oh um mr terrific is any motion on him since they did the post on uh, on I, uh, IG, on James Gunn IG, is there anything happening with him? Any numbers on that? Well, yeah, that picked up. But okay. I was I was on Mr. Terrific before anybody else was. I had a graded 9.8 book was signed by Ostrand, I mean, um, cover artist Mandrake. So, you know, I had already done that a few, I had already done that a few times. That book was solid even before there was any sort of announcement or speculation on it cool. i mean the numbers were different you know i'm pretty certain I, uh, I would not get i would get a lot more for it today as a 98 signed as opposed to what i got for it back then but that's just a, that's just a solid book some like a lot of them are just solid books and you're not getting 
you know, you, you might have been getting a thousand dollars for it before. Okay, now you're getting seven fifty, so you're getting seven hundred, and that sends these guys into a panic because you have you don't know what they paid for it. Mm-hmm. They might have paid five hundred, thinking okay, it's going for a thousand, and then two weeks later it's going for seven hundred. You're like, oh man, you know, I better get this money before just the, the bottom totally drops out. It, it depends on where you are, you know, in terms of the seller. If you can wait for your money. You'll always do better. If you need your money tomorrow, this is the wrong business to be in. So, oh man, now, this is the hard thing. So, in that same vein, with any of the is any of the DC stuff that's James Gunn related have any any noise outside of Mister Terrific? Um, no, DC. Oh man, Spec- I, I would not speculate with anything with DC right now, especially after Black Adam. Because I have no idea how people react to this stuff anymore. It's already, you already got the whole stuff with the Marvel zombies. And, you know, the guys who come in and if it doesn't have Marvel on it, it doesn't really exist. So, you know, everything else is trash. But then that also transitioned over to the films and, you know, the stuff with the TV. So it, it's really, it's really hard for me to gauge because I thought Black Adam was a, was a very solid film. And the response to it was, like a lead balloon, it just doesn't. There's something out there that just doesn't connect when it comes to the DC stuff. So you'll get a show like Peacemaker. Peacemaker, you know, people say they, you know, they really like Peacemaker. They liked it. Did it move any books here and there? Not, not too much. You know, Mr. Terrific is already a solid book. You could already do money on that book if you had a, if you had a, if you had an ungraded copy or a graded copy. You know, you could definitely do some numbers there, but the whole announcement, I mean, Black Adam, you don't really see too much movement overall. Uh, Henry Cable came back as Superman. Still a ton of Superman books laying around. It's really tough with the DC stuff. Very tough. So I guess, unless Mars, you had something you want to say? Yeah, so I'm saying, what about the up and coming, the future of Phase 5 stuff, the X-Men coming up? I mean, how do you see that, particularly with the change with the, in the X-Men from the, the whole new... Oh, that's, 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 that's like one of your prime key bugs. So anybody, I mean, right now, hmm, I probably shouldn't say this. I have a copy of Giant Size X-Men up for sale. It's up for sale for maybe three times the price of what everybody else is asking. Most guys will come over like, oh, you're crazy, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I don't, why would I sell this for less? This is the only copy of this book that I have. The first time I had a copy of this book, I sold it for about $800, and that was considered a lot. It goes for thousands of dollars now. That's number one and two. These guys are going to make their appearance in these movies. Why should I go cheap on this book? But that's the first appearance The first appearance of uh, the new X-Men, Storm, Colossus, uh, Nightcrawler, those cats. That is, a, that is one of the biggest keys. That's one of the biggest keys out there. So it doesn't really apply. If the market's up, the market's down. If you want to sell that book for less, you're an idiot. That's just one of the bigger books out there. But the excellent stuff like you're saying, yeah, I mean, that's something else to remember that anybody who's you know throwing out this stuff, like you still got you still got other stuff coming down the pipe. You got the X-Men is still coming down the pipe. Uh, I'm very hopeful for the Fantastic Four in terms of them coming down the pipe. But the, and the most movement you've seen in regards to the Fantastic Four has been Dr. June. All of his stuff jumped all of his stuff jumped i don't know if any of that stuff went down but the second year of dr doom announcement his first appearance he is uh that fantastic four annual number two with the origin second appearance all those books are gone 
all of those books are gone. You're never going to get them back at those prices again. So, you know, patience is a big part of it. It's also the mentality of too many comic guys where if they're not getting what they want, then, hey, it's best to get, best to get the hell out, dump it all. And then, but it always comes back. You know, it's not like at no point has this market ever dropped out to the point that it's gone back to books being cover price. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you may speculate on that you didn't get written, that you didn't uh, sell in the time that you wanted. But to be quite frank, the old, I mean, there books, uh, this is, is this book where it's the first appearance of a character whose superpowers are based on cocaine. He snorts cocaine. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the book. It's issue 22, though. He snorts cocaine. He gets super, you know, his superpowers are based on it. I forget what his code name is, like Blizzard or something of that nature. That book is, is cyclical. I'll get a copy. I put it up. It doesn't sell tomorrow. You know, it doesn't sell next month, but it always sells. So anytime I see it, I always pick it up. I always get the same money for it. You know, always, always at the end of the day. That's the stuff with comics. If, you, if you're serious about it, that's the stuff that you have to remember. That at no point, if it's a solid book, at no point does that book go from being worth twenty dollars to three. Okay, it may fluctuate between it may fluctuate between ten and twenty, you know, depending on the time period. But it's a still a solid, it's still a solid book at the end of the day. If that's your approach, you're going to make good money. If that's not your approach, you're in the wrong business. So what I'm saying, what I was really saying is that what about the new stuff? Uh, being that the new movies are going to be coming out with X Men, and the next okay. couple of phases, will the new X-Men stuff, the whole powers of X stuff, will that be those powers, powers of X? Are Arr. those going up? If they if they adapt a character or something like that from the book, but to be honest, most of the new stuff is trash, so nobody's looking for that. Wait, let's say I want to go stick with that one. If new stuff is trash, if they do, they're not gonna they, do this, uh, the X-Men, and they have Krakoa, will. Power of X, oh, House of X, Power of Ten, and that um, Jason Aaron series, will those go up since they both featured Krakoa? Outside of your, you said you had Giant Size? Mm -hmm. I know Krakoa goes up, comes in there, that's going to balloon. But will those other two things bloom since they've directly created? I mean, that's a, the, the last thing outside of classic X-Men number one where they, they utilize Krakoa. Will those other books blow up if they have a Krakoa idea in there, in those movies? Yes. Yes, they will. That wasn't was <laughs> If Krakoa is, is mentioned to be in that movie, those books are going up. Those books are going to go up a lot more than where they are right now. Will they stay up? Well, Giant Size will. You know, Giant size well and the other stuff. Hey, who knows? So Wolverine, Wolverine and X Men. That was Jason Aaron's thing, and then we have the yeah. House of I X. Think I think that I got the, the House of X Power of Ten thing correct. Damn it! Yeah, I remember with Giant Size is what Giant Size is also the third appearance of Wolverine. So you know you got it has that going for it as well. So it's not just the first appearance of the all new, all different X Men. It's also the third appearance of Wolverine. So just not a book to treat lightly. Yeah, if you if you're serious about it, if you I mean it, it depends where you are. Some guys just like to moan. Other guys in, they love short and frog. 
where the prices went up, they couldn't afford it. Now the prices are coming down. Ah, you know, look, you know, it's all going down. It's all going, oh, I hope it all goes all the way down. Everything's going to be in the quarter bin. But they weren't going to buy this stuff anyways. Okay, if you're serious, if you're serious about it, it's no different than playing the stock market. You've got to know when to get in. You have to know when to sell, which is different than getting out. Okay, and try to put your money into the best possible books that you can afford if you're collecting or if you're looking or if you're gonna, you know, looking to sell. You know, don't you know, don't go heavy on a speculative book. You don't know what that book is gonna do. You don't know what that book is gonna do. And the longer you can wait, the more and this is with any good investment, the longer you can wait, the better usually the better your return is. I mean, I've been I've bought comics for a hundred, two hundred bucks. And it might have taken some things. Just, I think one book might have taken up to three years to sell. But when I sold it, I sold it for triple the price. So if I look at any of that type of stuff, if I was making an investment, you know, how many investments give you know give you a three four hundred percent yield over three years? That's true. So um, I guess for me, if you can give, I guess in my opinion, if we if we want to end this. Can you give an oddball recommendation for Marvel, a DC one, and a um, uh, an independent? I mean, like a book to buy? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, well. And it could be a book that you have in your possession, because this is what the kayfabe guys do. They put things out there, and then those books go crazy. So it can be a book that you already have in your possession. <laughs> I got a lot of books in my possession. Anyway. Um, Independent, let me go independent first. Something is killing the children. Uh, I would definitely get a copy. If I, if that, if that is a good, that is a good investment book. Good. What's that book again? Something is killing the children. What from where? What company is that from? Uh, if, if I remember correctly, that's Boom Studios. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, something is killing the children. That has sold consistently. That is sold consistently well, you know, you know, and, and had the whole thing where it comes out and got a big splash with the first issue and variant covers and people paid a whole bunch of, they love to spec on indie books because they always believe that indie books are going to be uh, turned into TV shows or what have you. And a lot of times they do. So they, they guys love specking, speculating on that type of stuff. But this is still sold uh, similar to Ice Cream Man. This is sold consistently well despite that initial rush that people came with, as opposed to something like Animal, Animal Castle, which came out, everybody bought all the variants, and I have no idea if that book is even up to issue six now. So this is, uh, I think that's a good book. That's definitely a good book right there. Uh, go Marvel next. Good book for Marvel. Well, if you, if you want to go with the lowest hanging fruit, go with the first appearance of Riri Williams. That's still a book that you can. That's still a book you might be able to find in a in a, in a dollar bin, to be quite honest. But she's. I I think we'll make we'll, we'll actually get a turning point when we get to the Ironheart series, and I think they're going to treat that one differently than the series that we saw uh, previous. It's not going to be her uh, taking over for Tony Stark. It's not going. Hopefully, they avoid all the stuff that I said before. They're not going to make any of these dumb quips, you know you know, trying to pit men against women. But that that show's coming down the pipe. And if you go if you can get the right book right now cheaply. Her first appearance 
his second appearance, you know, those books are probably going to be out of reach. But there's a whole bunch of stuff with just cool covers with her on it, or some of the Scotty Young covers from her first series, Ironheart. Those are good speculative. I think those are pretty good speculative books for Marvel. And now, the hardest one, DC Comics. Well, let's see. Hey, I know. Batman. <laughs> there you go. There you go. If it's got a bat on it, buy it. No, let me be serious. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, oh, Green Lantern. Which one? Huh. Well, the best one to have right now would be the first would be Green Lantern 87, first appearance of Don Stewart. Okay. That would be a good that would be a good one to have right now because John Stewart is the guy they decided to tap to be Green Lantern. But and I really shouldn't do this as I don't like helping I don't I really just don't enjoy helping guys buy comics anymore. <laughs> I think you really need to get out there and earn it. If you can't get Green Lantern eighty seven, which you're gonna pay about five hundred dollars for even in mid grade condition. Go for Justice League of America 110. And remember, you heard it here first. That, does that have John Stewart in it? That is actually the second appearance of John Stewart. Okay. okay. Go for Justice League of America 110. There's some other stuff that you can go for. His first appearance when he becomes Green Lantern. Uh, you know, there might be an origin story here and there. But... To, to comic collectors tend to treat comics like they're baseball cards. So if you can't get his rookie card, hey, get his second rookie card. And his second rookie card would be Justice League of America 110. Not an easy book to get your hands on, but it's also a book most people have no idea. They have no idea that this is his second appearance. So you might be able to get it for, I mean, you might be able to get a nice copy for a relatively cheap price, like 10, 20 bucks. That's a good, that's a good and that's a, definitely a good book to, to speculate on. Because, I mean, I wouldn't even call that speculation. That's just a good investment right there. Um, I guess I'm done with my questions. I have an extraneous thing I wanted to say, but it's not related. So, Mars, anything on your end? Any non-DC um, things? I mean, like Image? I know you gave a boom one with Tinian, but anybody else? For Image? Image, yeah. Invincible. Okay. Invincible, without a doubt. Invincible. I've got a book. Well, it was funny. I was selling a copy of Invincible, and the guy was trying to haggle. He pulled out his phone, and he's looking at the prices, what it goes for online. I'm like, well, you came to an in-person show to, to show me the online price? Mm. <laughs> I was like, dude, if you're here in person, if you like the online price, buy the online price. They all want it. They all want it, but you know they're trying to get it for whatever. I said, look. This is the price it's going for. It's not going for anything less. I said, when the show comes back out, all of a sudden there'll be all this interest in it. I said, and I get it. A lot of the guys come out, market softer. They're like, well, if I come out the market soft, I should be able to get it for the price that I want. These guys should be desperate. And some of them are, but not my table. So, you know, I know the value on the book. It's not going to, it, it, and that's a rare, Invincible number one is a rare book. That was a rare book when it came out. It wasn't heavily printed. It's not easy to it's not easy to find you know so there's no reason and there's no reason to go cheap on it based on the reaction that people had to the first series so you put it up there for a good solid price don't go cheap on it and hopefully the other thing is if you if you spent a lot of money on it yeah i can see where you're like look i gotta make my money back on this i gotta make my money back on this 
and hopefully you do. But the rule is that you really shouldn't put more into it than you can afford to lose on it. So all you guys out there, okay, take advantage of the great summer. Take advantage of the great sell-off of 2022. That's going to go on for a little bit. That'll go on for a little bit longer. And then eventually these guys will realize, what if, you know, I can't keep feeding this beast. And if I keep lowering it, if I keep lowering it, they're just going to want it lower. I can't make any money on this type of stuff. Everybody's going to get, everybody's going to get a little bit of what they want. And then next year, you know, roll up your sleeves and get ready to rumble again because guys will be trying to make that money back that they lost on you last year. <laughs> Got it. Well, hey, if you like what you heard, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment, spin a rack. Out. Out.